This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm going to present to you in mere moments yesterday's of latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source, your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories you may have missed with a little added context to all the mix. We've got eight stories for you today, and if you're watching the video, you're seeing the teaser graphic, you're seeing, yes, we're talking about Dolly. We're going to go to Jack Harlow slightly a bit on that one, do some dissing on that one, but eight full stories that were happening or happened throughout the day of your Thanksgiving yesterday. And of course, we had to cover it. It was kind of slow, it was kind of arduous, but we made it happen. And you helped us vet the stories to talk about this morning. We'll explain the vetting process at the end of the headlines and give you some fun things at the end. So stay tuned for the entire shebang. And we're going to be a little long today again because... Black Friday is officially the day, so we've got to sell some stuff to make some money, keep things going here. More information about what we do, go to our website. This is conversationproject.com, the full website with full details of what we do, so there's less yakking here. Now, less yakking, more news. Let's get into the news for today, which is Friday, November 24th, 2023, and your headlines begin with this first one here. All the story that happened the day before Thanksgiving was the Canadian border explosion was because of a car crashing through the gates of a bridge. Officially, that's what it is. A $300,000 Bentley driver killed and crashed with biz was businessman with wife. We gave you a short detail of it sort of off the cuff yesterday, but a New York businessman crashed his Bentley into the Canadian border checkpoint uh, yesterday, as we put the story. Of course, it was Wednesday when it happened, killing two people and in serenity car. The two people were the husband and wife in the car. President Joe Biden and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau were briefed on the incident. It turned into just a traffic incident. They're still investigating the whys of what's going on, but uh, it was just one of those things where people who were visiting the Rainbow Bridge in Canada uh, all of a sudden saw a car take go airborne, hit into one of the checkpoints, and explode. Huge plume uh, of smoke, huge explosion, uh, lots of car parts all over the place, and the two people in the car were dead when it's over. Uh, this is now still being investigated as a traffic incident, as it was deemed not terrorism, not anything on that level. We will know more details about the story from this going on, because this is one that we're not going to get rid of, we're not going to give up that easily. Trust me, we, we don't. Let's move on to the next story. This is one that was teased yesterday, and we're going to talk about it just slightly, basically rehashing the tease. Greg Popovich grabs arena microphone during game to tell Spurs fans to stop booing Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard plays for the Clippers. He used to play for the Spurs when they won a championship a while back. Greg Popovich has been the coach for the Spurs for essentially forever. Maybe got not quite forever, but seems like that way. And he is essentially the best man in the world right now. During the second half, where fans were booing him very heavily during free throws, Craig Popovich did what Craig po Greg Popovich does. He goes to action. He goes to the scorer's table. He grabs the PA announce mic, the big old fat uh, sure mic. He grabs it and talks to the fans and says, What the hell is wrong, you people? Stop booing Kawhi Leonard. He's trying to shoot free throws. He used to be here. He's not here anymore. You people are better than that. Show some class. As I said yesterday, Greg Popovich should be running for president of the United States. And who should be his vice president? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, who dresses as a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader for revealing halftime performance. Rolling Stone gave us that hit, but eventually you had one, basically there was one overarching talk about Dolly Parton and her performance, which was hyped up months ago, so people were waiting for it. One, Dolly Parton is awesome. You can't say no words with Dolly Parton. Stop saying words with Dolly Parton. Now, the performance itself... It was kind of a B-minus performance. Well, Dolly Parton came out dressed as one of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and looked like she was in her 20s. 
and an actual Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. She didn't do much dancing, much moving around. In fact, she kept walking back and forth on the stage and kind of holding on to the stage parts because you can tell she's probably kind of tired since she is 77 years old and dressing like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. And so they may be part of it. But the big beef about Dolly Parton and the fact that she sang two classic songs, first Jolene and 9 to 5, and then went into some of her new songs, We Are the Champions and We Will Rock You from her rock album stuff, which people think Jerry Jones had her sing because they think the Cowboys are going to win this year. That's funny. The biggest thing was earlier in the day, Dolly Parton performed for the Dallas Cowboys traditional Thanksgiving Day game. Jack Harlow, the rapper from Kentucky, uh, performed at the Detroit Lions traditional game. And basically people were hammering his attack, hammering his his performance as essentially using a high school musical prop from Frozen coming out this little thing and having some other dude with a big old hat just sort of lip syncing behind him. It was pretty much lackluster. No one really understood what was happening. And Jack Harlow's from Kentucky. Dolly Parton showing Jack Harlow how it's done. Now, I did not watch the halftime show for the third third game. We did some family stuff for that third game, although I had money on it. And I lost it. That's all of that. But Dolly Parton, a national treasure. And yes, at 77 years old, still kicking it like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. I think I need to start doing some crunches uh, starting on Monday. The um, Survivors Act that is um, in New York City. Uh, we're going to bring, we're gonna come, back, we'll come back to that probably for the weekend. But right now, two stories that roll into that one. Sean Diddy Combs is facing another lawsuit, being accused of sexual assault and revenge porn because of this act. Now, the act rolled out, uh, basically ran out of time. I thought it was next week at the 27th. It actually ran out yesterday, the 23rd. So there will be no more filings in New York court for anyone on these long statute limitations type rape cases. Mr. Combs got hit up with one a week ago and settled it really, really quickly. This one's the second one from second accuser. We don't have the full details from this one because it got put in pretty quickly. Trust me, we'll have a few days to comb, comb, comb through this one. No pun intended. Also being hit uh, yesterday, Eric Adams accused of sexual assault in 1993. New legal filing. Same uh, same thing applies. It was a, basically a long time filing that the statute of limitations was well and dead over. But because of the New York Survivors Act, which ran out, as I said, yesterday, people were getting a chance to bring up old cases in New York. We will see how this one plays out, uh, what happens going forward, and whether something will happen going with him. With Eric Adams, he's got one, this Adult Survivors Act case to deal with, and of course, the Turkish government. Because maybe he colluded with the Turkish government to get funds for his campaign to be mayor of New York City. We will see. If you are used to seeing Jehovah's Witness coming to your door to talk to you about proselytizing, talking about the coming of Christ in their in their sort of manner, not happening anymore. Because what happens is, as a Jehovah's Witness, you actually you have to clock in, clock out for your proselytizing hours. You've got to be on the clock. You have to do so many hours of walking around and talking to people and knocking on doors. That's why they've done it for so long. Since the 1920s, Jehovah's Witnesses have removed the hours um had hours for reporting requirement for the rank and file adherents, but that's been gone as of right now. New policy requires leaders to evaluate congregational spiritual health and a brother's qualification to serve as leadership positions rather than making them spend a lot of times walking around bugging people for and handing out pamphlets. The hours requirement has been removed from the rank and file adherents involving an active ministry. Now just need to file monthly reports. So it's 
really a lot more like work and less like uh, church going forward uh, in for Jehovah's Witnesses. That means yay for us will be less bothered by those folks. Maybe yay for them who will get less time having to sort of repeat the message to people who don't want to hear it and maybe do the message for people who want to actually hear it. The year of breakups continue with two more divorces. Tanya Taylor secretly filed for divorce from Iman Shumpert in January. Uh, the basketball player who had some issues with um, infidelity essentially had his wife file for divorce a few months ago. That basically was all sort of, uh, yeah, quiet and under wraps. So this thing's been going on for a while. Uh, I'll say Taylor claimed that Shumpert remained in an insecure state and accused him of cheating her several times. Survivor's board um, in January so that's a long time ago and they announced the separation in September still best friends and they're going to put co-parent their children once divorce is all done also Will and Grace star Eric McCormick and his wife uh, his wife actually filed for divorce since him that being Janet Holden she was a director or assistant director for the TV show Will and Grace so they worked together and now she has filed for divorce citing the irreconcilable differences wanting to end the court's ability to, to award Eric's spousal support so she's apparently giving Eric spousal support. We'll see how that goes on. In our errors and apologies and admissions, Joshua Jackson, still in the breakup stage, but this is them coming to a settlement for custody for their child with Joda, Jody Turner-Smith. Go to this thing and see what's going to work out for people who are being kind of civil in this thing. We watched uh, Jonas and Sophie Taylor uh, Sophie Turner uh, go back and forth. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner uh, have their back and forth tiff uh, with their children. Uh, right now, we're seeing a little better action between Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner Smith. Now, up until months ago, they seemed like one of those perfect Hollywood couples, an actual perfect, fun loving Hollywood couple. Now we see that everyone's up for the breakup in this year, 2023. Our teaser story for the weekend, which we'll give a chance to talk about come Monday has this headline and it's one that I'm pretty sure that you uh, most people who are fans of this show <coughs> actual follower fans of the show may be cheering on Kyle Rittenhouse ha has lost all his money his lawyer says Kyle Rittenhouse is now pushing a book on you know how things really work trying to make some money because he essentially has no money now he became prominent into fame as a teenager who had no money, in fact, the gun that he used to kill the person at the um, the riots happening was purchased by his parents. So there you go. Um, and he made a little bit of cash as he did the rounds as the conservative arbiter of rights and other stuff like that. Doing the circuits, taking in money, being a, a shill for that type of stuff. He now has no money and he still has legal things going on. So that's an issue. His lawyer thinks it's an issue. He's trying to do some things to make money. This is a story we could go deeper into, which I'm sure will unfold over the next couple of days. This is the headline we posted is actually from about a day and a half ago. But it took a while for the Twitter to get to this. And of course, Thanksgiving, if you want to chat this one up come Monday, it's got a long way to go. It's got to fight the Friday traffic, the Saturday traffic, the Sunday traffic and the teeny bit of Monday traffic. Because sometimes a big thing happens Monday morning and we'll talk about it. We'll have 10 stories for you in this edition or that edition of things you might have heard for the weekend. Three days plus a titty bit of Monday. If you want to get this in, go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter or X. Facebook.com slash this is the conversation project. Twitter.com or X.com slash TH underscore conversation. All you have to do is engage in the story as it comes along your feeds or you go searching for it because this is one you may have to search for by the time you see this video. 
like it, love it, hate it, share it, engage in it. All your engagement gives it a higher score. The higher score it gets with the com combination of both Facebook and Twitter will give us a chance to know what stories are top. Top 30 stories of the weekend get a shot at the top 10 stories we'll give to you to curate and give into the podcast, video cast for Monday. It's that simple. You want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, engage in them. We'll chat them up Monday morning. Let's talk about ads. Not as quickly as normal, as you said, we're going to go a little long on ads, but our main sponsor today that we're highlighting is Flowers Fast. And most of the things we've highlighted this week have been Black Friday sort of deals, stores and businesses that have deals for Black Friday. So save you a little extra. So this is the time if you thought about getting into it, get into it. Flowers Fast is one of the things we call evergreen. You can never have enough chances to send flowers and you can also never have a chance, never enough chances to have a chance to send them fast. That was a little bit uh, butchered, but bear with me here. Flowers Fast is a service. It's a website that allows you to contact all of the great flowers in the FTD network all over the nation and get your flowers to somebody that you probably forgot to get to very fast. If you do a morning order, you can probably get them the same day. Some of these things are actually sent FedEx. So if you do them late in the evening, they'll put them into a box and put them great there to their house in the FedEx boxes. It's not just flowers. It's other sort of gifts. It's lots of little chocolates and candies and things like that. Uh, it's anything you can see on the Flores FTD websites. But Flowers Fast helps us help you get them to people quicker, faster. You don't go have to go looking up a number or looking up any sort of website things. Flowers Fast is how to make it happen. Go to our website. Remember this website. Bookmark this website. This is a conversationproject.com slash flowers fast. This is a conversationproject.com slash flowers fast. This is a conversationproject.com slash flowers fast. Just like that. And if you're ever in a jam, you ever forget a gift, forget a something, check them out. They can finally get it to you same day or very, very soon or get something very nice for that person that you forgot. Don't let uh, your forget your forgetness fail you from getting forgiveness check out flowers fast we also want you to check out amazon for this black friday since we know you're there anyway look for my book mastering your money now this is kind of a weird thing to say while you're spending your money on black friday to look for a book on spending money or spending less money technically but here's the deal this year, for me personally, very quickly to decide, this year has been a personal uh, year that's been kind of uh, bad. Although I've had a lot of bad years, uh, this year has been an extremely bad one. But something I've been able to do to overcome some things is get some things done. I was able to publish a few books thanks to some help from ChatGPT and some AI tools. Thank you very much. But uh, I get a few things published while fighting tornadoes and fighting you know kidneys falling apart and other things happening in between being sued moving around not having a place to record for a while and so i'm truly proud of this book also proud of the book because this is me maturing as i'm preparing for a book to come next year for you know so 50 happens for my 50th birthday me sort of coming to terms with some things that i'm not so great at and that is money and so master your money is uh, 13 tips that i took um and researched very heavily very well and then broke them down into very simple plans to do that you can work into your life. Now, chances are you don't need all 13 tips. You're, you're not failing in all 13 levels. And some of these things are things that are in the back of your head that just need reminders to. But some things may come to you in a way, in a brand new sense. It's not Dave Ramsey telling you to stop, you know, stop buying cars and only eat rice and beans. Because Dave Ramsey says that. And it works for some people until a point in time. 
this is a more friendly way of letting you know how to get better at your money and it's at Amazon on Kindle and paperback and some places other books as well you can find on the Barnes and Noble uh, bookstore shelf uh, online as well because they sell them out to those places as well get the paperback or get the Kindle version and go ahead and get it and prepare yourself for a brand new year we are about five weeks away from the start of the new year so get a good start to your money mastering game by getting master your money today and that of course directly helps me and the Morbid Media family. With that, back to the normal cadence, and that is The Conversation Project. This is theconversationproject.com is our home online. Check us out for all the details on how we do things every single day, because if we check out the website, there's less of me having to explain it here. But the quick explanation comes to this. Follow us on our feeds on Facebook. When you do that, we get the news stories that we are talking about for the next day. You engage in stories and vote the stories up we talk about. It's that simple. Email me at theconversationinbox at gmail.com, and then you can give me feedback on what to do better or not so worse. There's that. You can go to our sponsors and go to our partnerships page and help directly work with us to do better stuff. Sponsors puts money into our pockets like that. Partnerships puts some funds into our pockets but allows you some, um, let's say, producer rights, direct producer rights to um, help us out and join in on the fund for many things. We want to expand on this thing like gangbusters. I just saw a video literally while I was working on, on this morning playing in the background that gave me some tips on how to improve on my game for the next coming weeks and the next year. So how to hopefully do better at this. You can help me do better at this as well if you want to join up as a partner. I would greatly appreciate that. And now we're going to do the fun stuff to wrap up for this week. Getting into the fun stuff for today, we're starting off with birthdays. We always start off with birthdays. Today, we celebrate Colin Hanks, 46 years old on the day. The son of Tom Hanks, who is uh, growing into his own as a actor himself. Uh, there's a lot of things that were listed for what he had done. Um, to be honest, um, I don't watch a lot of Colin Hanks. He was on a TV show. I think it was um, the thing with... Um, it was, it, it was like Life in Pieces or something like that. It was a, a TV show that was on. That was the biggest thing that was there. Uh, but we do give love to Colin Hanks. And also it means we got a chance to shout out his dad and his mom because they're awesome. They're awesome too. So Colin's got to be kind of cool, right? Go with that. One of the coolest stories in history, the coolest um, cases, the coolest heist in history, 1971, on this day, D.B. Cooper staged the world's first ransom hijacking of an airliner Cooper parachuted out of the back of a Boeing 727 over southwest Washington state with $200,000. Not a lot of money, but the whole thing was just sort of amazing and was never seen again. People believe he actually died because he parachuted out of the back of a 727 at high altitude. Although because of just how spantabulous this thing is, so people have various different uh, theories on how he actually survived and how he just sort of found a way to find a quiet spot, invest that $200,000 and sort of live off the land uh, for a short period of time. But D.B. Cooper jumping out of airplane with $200,000 happened on this day, on this day in 1971. On this day, we celebrate Leftovers Day. And it's pretty obvious because Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. You have lots of leftovers. And so why not celebrate the greatness that are cold turkey sandwiches and cranberry sauce mixed in with stuffing for weeks at a time. This is actually a bit more serious than just uh, uh, leftovers. It's also a day to kind of think about people who don't have uh, food, a food insecurity day. So think about while you have your leftovers from your big deep meal from yesterday, and while you normally may have things left over from a ability to actually make normal meals, think about how other folks don't really have that luxury. 
take a little bit of consideration for those. And the biggest thing is if you do cook a big meal and you, you, you know, can't eat it all, take a plate to a couple of friends, take a plate, to, take the stuff to work, take the desserts to work to finish them off. Um, one year, my, my cousin and I went and found homeless people and took plates to like on the street, like stuff like that. Do something like that. Give some of your leftovers away to help save you some leftovers and space in your refrigerator and maybe do some good for the world. With that, I'm done doing the good for this week with things you might have heard as this is the final episode for the week because it's Friday, November 24th, 2023. Thank you so much for being with us for the show today and all week. All you guys who stuck around was on the slow week getting up at 550 anyway to watch it live. I don't understand it because, well, I don't understand it. I get up, I, I get up every morning. I can't stop it. So I do this thing. But you guys that got up. Thank you so much for that. People who watched it on the replays throughout the days, people who may have found me for the first time because they had some holiday time to see things. We thank you so much for joining us. Stop by our website, learn more about us, subscribe to this video series where you got it, subscribe to the podcast if you found that, subscribe to the newsletter if somebody sent that to you, and just check out more of our videos so you can understand what's going on. We're like the old saying that Jim Rome used to say when I managed the sports station when he came onto a new affiliate. Uh, give us a week. You know, you don't, we won't understand it. It won't make any sense. It'll be kind of weird, maybe even bad, but give us a week and then give us another week and then give us another week because we ain't going anywhere. We're going to be here. So just, you know, deal with it. Give us a week. You'll, you'll understand it. You'll get the cadence. You'll fall in line soon enough. And I think you will. We have reached our, our, our pinnacle, a great shot at over 800, over 800, um, subscriptions on YouTube and over 200,000 views in the last year. We're glad about that. Help us get more of those things. Share, 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 share. Also, make sure you're staying limber, staying hydrated, staying on task. If you're new here, that's my out saying that reminds you and myself that life is a journey and should be a long journey. So do what you can to not prematurely. Exactly. So, We'll have the weekend shows coming up um, for tomorrow. We'll have the weekly show things you or the weekly show uh, weekly wrap up with the top ten stories of pure, pure, pure um, engagement data, not by any sort of rankings by me. And the story of the week, which I have a sinking suspicion will have something to do with the Survivors Act in New York City. I I don't know for sure because I haven't done the numbers yet. But if that one makes it into the top range, I'm pretty sure that's one that I'm going to be targeting for to talk about. And on Monday, things you might have heard is back. This thing here with 10 stories, 10 stories from the top 30 that you vetted as possible to talk about. I'll curate as what we're going to talk about and we'll have some fun next week. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, part of the family. We love you. Um, check out the, the video on YouTube right now. Me saying thanks. It's the worst thanks video ever. But hey, I'm, you got to do these things. And let's do this again officially come Monday.